Are you ready to live the all-in life? Then welcome to the All-In Podcast Show, sharing the defining moments of impact-driven entrepreneurs, industry pioneers, and transformative leaders as they showcase their defining moments and went all-in on their business and found true success. From the early steps in their journey to the moment they truly took their commitment to their life and business to another level, we'll give you the insight you need to go all-in on your dream life. Now here's your host, Daniel Giordano. Okay, welcome everyone to today's show. I'm excited to share uh, Aaron Borma from Optimal VA Solutions, and I'm looking forward to sharing your message with everyone. Welcome to the show. Hey there. Thank you so much for having me on. You're welcome. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to hear your journey. So I always like to start with a little bit about your backstory, like where you grew up and where you're from and, and how you got into where you're, going, you know, where you're at today. Absolutely. So I am 24 years old. I'm from Jackson, Mississippi. Um, and to be frank, in the beginning, when I started Optimal VA Solutions, first of all, what we do, we help entrepreneurs, content creators, and business owners to establish themselves online, build their brand online um, by communicating, building a community, and just make a bigger impact on their target audience. So we do that through strategies. We do that through um, community management. We do that through just tactics that help them to really tackle getting visible, staying consistent on social, staying consistent with their strategy, building out funnels, things of that nature. Um, when we started, it was actually me alone. I was a virtual assistant and a, a bit of my backstory. And you know, I've just kind of gotten to where I'm comfortable sharing this story because, you know, everybody has to kind of jump that, that hurdle of getting past the fear of sharing yourself online. But um, I got started when I was working as a waitress originally. You know, I hated it. I was working in a 24-hour setting in a diner where I wasn't appreciated. I mean, I was working 19-hour shifts as a waitress, and I just don't know how that's possible. <laughs> um, and, you know, making $2.32 an hour plus tips, and I just was unhappy. So I kind of bounced around there, and then I kind of bounced into a receptionist career. And I bounced – no matter where I went, no matter what I was doing, I was not happy. And most of the time – it was, I don't know how I had the knack for attracting toxic work environments, but maybe I needed to turn inward and look, I don't know, but it just never seemed to work out. So there came a time when we got an unprecedented call um, about my aunt Susan and my aunt Susan had passed away in her sleep. Um, and I remember it just rocked my world because one my grandmother, who is almost 80 years, she's 80 years old this year, was burying her daughter in the same plot she had bought for herself in our family cemetery. At the same time, her daughter was turning 18 years old, supposed to be the last year of high school, the best year of her life. And I remember calling my manager because I had a shift at 7 a.m. the next morning. And I knew I, I wasn't going to make it. It just kind of crossed my mind. I needed to let him know because we had this policy that six hours before your shift, you would let them know. And I remember calling and I told him I couldn't come in. And he was like, well, if you don't come in for your 7 a.m. shift, just don't come back at all. I'll take you off the schedule. And that did it for me. That that broke, that was the straw that broke the camel's back. And I decided, you know what, I'm, I, I'd rather just leave that all together and start something for myself. 
um, I had already kind of been so deep into this research and it really did take me a while because I had to process grief. I mean, uh, everybody processes grief differently. Um, and for me, it was a little bit longer, um, but it was comforting being able to be at home. And honestly, building my brand gave me something to put forth my focus in. This is clients back in 2018. Do we have a pause there? Yeah, we had a little pause. We're good though. Okay. But yeah, so building the brand. Yeah, that was my focus. And mm -hmm. um, I started as a virtual assistant. We're actually in the midst of planning our rebrand this year. So it will become a lot more relevant to the services that we have come to focus on now that I have grown into team members joining me and um, just some really talented freelancers that I felt were in similar situations where they wanted to work from home. It can get, it can get, be hard getting your feet wet, getting started, finding clients when you don't, you know, have a huge portfolio or you don't have clients to refer you. Um, but it is possible. And, you know, we're planning the rebrand this year and it will be more center focused towards what we offer, which is helping entrepreneurs to grow their brand as well. Okay. So how did you decide on that? Um, on building mine. Yeah. On the industry, on the, you know, I decided starting. that. So I decided that I, you know, I had kind of been stuck in this idea in the back of my mind that I really wanted to work from home because I had so much going on at home that required me here. Um, and I was kind of doing assistant work at that, at that time I was working in a tax office, like as the office assistant, I was setting up systems and processes for mm -hmm. them. And I kind of got to where I was really interested in that. And then I kind of started helping them to market their local business because I, you know, lived here um, and I was really good at it. And the more I got into it, I just kind of felt like I wanted to continue that. And it was a temporary position because it was for peak season and mm -hmm. they just wanted me to help them get organized and get everything filed correctly. Um, and at the end of that, my husband kind of took up the slack and I decided that I wanted to build something for myself and I wanted to put myself out there and share with others the same journey I was going through because as I gained my first few clients, as I started this business, I realized that I had done it. I had left that horrible, horrible job structure that I was stuck in that corp. I mean, because all of the people that I worked for, it was a corporate type of environment where there was, you know, a corporate office or something. And they, it's just a broken structure. Um, and I felt like I was on a broken record every day. Um, and I decided that what I was getting excited about was what I was doing for people on the side, like the marketing and things like that. And the more I got into it, I ended up taking classes online, courses online, and I was obsessed with it. Like I just was putting so, so much energy into it. And I figured out because it was something I was passionate about. Um, and I wanted to share that with others. And I wanted to share with others the possibilities that you can do it. It does take hard work and it does take being at this computer, being alone sometimes, feeling alone sometimes, but it has been so worth it and it has changed my life. Also, another reason for starting the brand um, was I'm kind of a hermit and I never really hung out with people. I didn't have all that many friends. 
I would tell my husband, like, you're my friend. You're my friend. That's what I need. I need a friend. Um, and he's like, you need friends. <laughs> um, so getting online has opened up many, many opportunities for connecting with people again, because I used to be a very social person. Um, I've gone through some traumas and I think that led me to becoming a hermit, <laughs> mm -hmm. but it has helped me to branch out to better myself, to better my communication skills, to better my people skills again. And also it has helped me not to feel so disconnected from the world, especially after this pandemic hit, because there's so many other people who didn't know how to get online. And it kind of opened up a lot of doors for me and for the brand. Right. Okay. That's awesome. So when you look at, um, the, the one thing you said there around, you started investing in courses, right? Uh, the, did you, did you, uh, invest in a coach or a mentor or anything like that, that to support you or just kind of figuring it out on your, uh, on your own as you're progressing? <laughs> so this is funny. We actually talked about this on one of my podcast episodes. I have spoken with coaches and work. I'd never did work with one in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I was talking with um, business coach and strategist named Carly Tabor. She was on my podcast. Um, she's an incredible mind, mm -hmm. but we were talking about how entrepreneurs have this knack for not wanting to find help from someone mm -hmm. and think that someone, I guess is, you know, better than them at something, even though that is reality is you're not even in the same role. It's like when you hire a business coach or hire a mentor, you just don't realize how good it can be for you. Um, I, you know, I have finally worked with um, one on getting everything laid out as far as mindset, because a lot of it was to do with my mindset. I was so stuck in the back of my head. I didn't want to delegate anything. It's like I wanted to do all of the things, all of the things. And I can't. Um, and I remember her saying to me, you're not a unicorn. You're not a unicorn. You can't do it all. Um, and, you know, it's just one of those things where if you avoid working with a business coach or a mentor, you're missing out because, yes, it's an investment. But that's the thing. It's an investment. It's an investment to grow your business, to grow yourself. It can be a wonderful experience. But in the beginning, I was stubborn and I tried to do it all myself. <laughs> So, so I, I guess you would share with people, obviously, to you know find a coach that could support them yes. where they want to go, right? So, uh, and a help business coach them. can help step outside of that viewpoint that you're stuck in. It's not only like having an additional set of eyes and an additional brain going towards everything going on in your business, but it's also a different perspective from altogether altogether a different perspective from life and it's a different perspective to the approach in your business and when it's a business coach and strategist that knows what they're doing then you'll know you've made an investment because you know there are people that have horror stories I've heard of spending you know twenty thousand dollars and getting that money taken from them because honestly there's just a lot of people out there that are trying to scam you there are but when you're putting in um the work to build a relationship with your business coach and a true business coach is probably going to spend time building a relationship before you ever work with them. Um, and they'll be sharing value with you the entire time through their content, through their communications. Um, but yes, I would highly recommend that anybody who is getting started and struggling to either lay out their systems or their processes, or just to put a vague strategy down or just to, get a different perspective and work on the professional development or the business's development. I highly recommend working with a business coach or strategist. Okay. That's a, that's a great piece of advice. Cause I think a lot of times, especially as entrepreneurs, you know, we try to figure things out and I call it like the two year old syndrome. Yeah. 
the two-year-old mm-hmm. says, I'll do it myself, right? You know, I hate my you know, and, uh, and it kind of creates this like imposter syndrome when we right. work with a business coach for the first time. It's almost like we're expecting, you know, less of ourselves because we're looking to someone else to help us guide us. Right. That's not necessary, you know, because they're there to guide you. It's just something that they focus on that they offer people. Right. Um, just and it took me a long time to realize that as an entrepreneur, it's OK for someone else to be better at something when they're like working for you, right. <laughs> you want that. You want someone who's very good at what they're doing, especially if it's something you do not enjoy doing, because if you continue to do tasks, you don't enjoy, you'll burn out. Right. It's okay. inevitable. Yeah. So what's, so what's the vision for where you're going, right? So you're still young, right? And, uh, <laughs> right. and, uh, and you're, you're, you know, having some success now. So where, where do you want to go? Where do you see yourself, you know, with the business you're in or other things that are, are important to you? So I'm one of those people that's very multi-passionate. Um, mm. That was something that the business coach I worked with helped me to lay out, you know, a specific strategy as to how I would address having a personal brand, my agency brand, but also I have a podcast. Mm. The way that I have worked with her and set up these three brands is that they're interwoven. They're all connected together because through the agency, I help entrepreneurs through the podcast, it's all experiences, stories, tips, advice, things that come from well-seasoned experts and entrepreneurs mm-hmm. who have started the same journey, who have gone through what new entrepreneurs are going through. But also my personal brand is just leads back into who is behind the face of the podcast, who is the face behind the brand um, and getting to know me on an authentic and personal level so that Everything that I do going forward, I want to kind of lead back to each other. Um, I didn't want these disconnected brands because that's what I started with. Why does it do this? Uh, let there be light. Um, <laughs> so, oh, that's my train of thought as soon as that light turned off on me. Um, just yeah, like, so just like in life. <laughs> go, yeah, Sometimes you're in some forward. dark moments. Right, so. <laughs> but, uh, just going forward, I hope to expand the reach that I've already gotten. I hope to be able to help entrepreneurs. Now, that was weird. That was a little uh, too literal. But um, <laughs> I hope to be able to bring authenticity and creativity to people who want to start a business, people who want to leave their nine to five. I want to be able to share my experiences and share my journey going forward so that others can do the same. I want others to be able to make an impact doing what they love to do and make a profit doing it at the same time. Okay. So if someone's listening to this and, and uh, maybe they're just starting out or they've started something, right? What would be some words of wisdom you would share with them? There's never a good time to get started. But you can wait as long as you want to for that perfect time to get started. But as my grandmother once told me, you know, you can be good at planning, but you've got to start doing. You just have to take action because there's never going to be the perfect time. I think when I first got started, I spent so much time focused on the planning, getting ready to launch. Like like every little detail doesn't have to be perfect. Just show up consistently, show up authentically where you are in your journey. Be honest with your audience, be honest with yourself and just show up and you'd be amazed what can happen. Right. Good stuff. 
right? <laughs> so um, as you, uh, as you're progressing now, right? Obviously you're building a team, right? And right. You, you're working with people and you're in a position where you uh, are building what you want, right? So right. if someone's in that place, cause I know this, I've gone through it where it's like, I'm just gonna do this. You know, I got this, I know how to build a funnel. I know how to do this. I can run the advertising. <laughs> I can do all this stuff, right? Wearing all these hats, right? Um, yes. and it's not the highest and best use of my time. Right. I know that. Right. But yet still have that. What would be the, you know, is there a point for you, right. Where yes. you just realize that like, okay, I can't do this. Right. Or I have to get somebody to do this for me. And you being <laughs> in the VA space, right. Obviously yeah. you know, it's, it's, in, you probably work with a lot of people that are, that come to you frustrated or trying to figure out maybe they've worked with other VAs and, and, you know, they haven't gotten the results that they're after. A lot of the times what I have noticed is that even when someone is ready to delegate once they're, because it is a whole thing getting ready to make the decision to delegate because as business owners, that's understandable. It's your baby. It's something you've been building, but you've got to let others in to help you because they just might be better at it than you. And that's okay because you want people to be better at it than you. Because when you build a team, you want to be able to look at things from a CEO perspective. That is how you build a scalable business. You look at building on your business, but not working in your business at the same time. That is how you burn out. Right. Um, and a lot of the times what I would notice with people that would come to me looking for VA work is that they would come with this idea in mind that it was them, I guess, running the relationship. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't be that way. It should, first of all, be... Um, I always tell new, new people kind of just coming into their space, just getting started working with people. Here's your biggest red flag is when someone either is bullying you around, um, you know, trying to kind of pressure you as if it's not your business, try to stay in control of every call you have, because it can be easy to get, especially as a virtual assistant, because where I started from people Mm. to treat you like an employee. And that's not true make them respect or not make them, but just don't work with people who don't respect your business as your business. They're working with you. And a lot of the things I had to realize in the beginning was setting up like an application type of system so that people knew they were applying to work with me because I had spent so much time building out my offer. I was exhausting myself, sending it proposals to people who weren't even going to open them. Right. Um, <laughs> and it can be super frustrating because I would lay out these dramatically um, detailed obviously books, I'd write them books for these <laughs> steps they needed to take, but they weren't even opening them. And it took me a long time to realize that sometimes all people need to do is see that they can't do it all. Just let, just let them figure it out. Some people learn a harder lesson than others, but once you burn out that first time and you look to someone to help you with that, it can become evident. You need to be able to delegate tasks, outsource things you do not enjoy doing, if you're doing these tasks that you don't enjoy or something you're dreading looking forward to, it's going to help you to burn out. <laughs> it's going to speed up the process of burning out. And the thing about it is it's just as easy and it's way more cost effective and way more time efficient to find someone who is better at that task than you are and let them help you with it. Right. Good stuff. Right. Love it. So um, as we close out here, what, what would be uh, the uh, fastest way for people to connect with you? Um, I'm always available through email at 
info at optimalvasolutions.com. You can follow me on social media. I think I shared my social links with yeah. you. Yep. We'll get them um, as well. And I, I try to message everyone back personally. Sometimes it takes a little longer than others because I do message everyone back myself, but okay. it's always me that replies. Okay. Well, I, I want to thank you, Aaron, for coming and sharing your message and inspiring people. So it's exciting to see where you're going with it. And I look forward to watching, you know, and continuing the journey. Um, Absolutely. And, yeah, exciting stuff. Thank so you thank so much you. for having me on. You're welcome. So thank you for being here and uh, wish you the best. We want to thank you for being all in with us on today's episode of the All In Podcast Show. For more information and resources based on today's discussion, as well as ways to connect to our guests, head to allinpodcast.com. That's available exclusively on allinpodcast.com.